Najib Razak, the former Prime Minister and Finance Minister, told the court today that he never knew exactly how much money he had in his personal accounts, but he had a sense of how much balance there was. However, he asserted that he was very careful with managing the country's money, but did not pay much attention to his own accounts. By the Malaysian Insight, this is The People versus Najib Razak. Follow us into the courtroom where it all happens. I'm Patrick Teo. Dressed in a similar outfit as yesterday, a light blue suit paired with a blue tie, Najib arrived 20 minutes late to his 9am proceedings. Be that as it may, he still took some time to greet a handful of supporters who were waiting for him at the court lobby. He then quickly made his way up to Judge Naslan's courtroom on the fifth floor. While waiting for the judge to arrive, Najib took a seat in the first row of the public gallery and chatted with a friend. Prosecutor V. Sitambaram continued his cross-examination of Najib. This morning, he went through more documents, once again focusing on the XPM's signatures. Najib had, over the course of his time on the stand, maintained that he had never signed any shareholders' meeting minutes except for one, the one marked in court as P510. He told the court that his signatures on the rest of the documents may have been forged. The former PM also requested that a signature expert be brought in from Australia to verify his claims. However, earlier claiming he had signed P510, today Najib said he stood by his witness statement that he didn't sign anything. Are you saying that you didn't sign P510? Sitambaram asked. I stand by my witness statement, Najib repeated. But they are both your statements, one being oral. Are you saying that it's not true? The prosecutor asked. Unless you show me the original copy, I can't say. The signature could have been copied and pasted, so I stand by my written statement, Najib said. Sitambaram pressed on. I am putting it to you that your refusal to acknowledge that you signed P510 and all the other minutes of the shareholder meetings is because you want to distance yourself from the fact that you used these minutes to control the directors. I disagree, Najib replied coolly. Najib's cool did not last very long. He was starting to get exasperated by Sitambaram's question. The lawyer seemed to think that Najib did not understand his questions, often cutting him off before the XPM could finish his answer. Sitambaram asked him about why Article 117 was added to SRC International's constitution. Article 117 made Najib the advisor emeritus to the company. The lawyer questioned what the purpose of this role was, given that the former PM was so, quote, unfunctionless, unquote, in SRC. Why would you want this power if you've never signed any board meetings? The SRC board didn't seem to need your advice at all, Sitambaram said. The article was added to ensure that SRC functioned in accordance with the government's requirement, Najib said. The advisor emeritus was supposed to give advice on matters in strategic interest. 
I was not unfunctionless, he added. In his witness statement, Najib said that after the amendment was passed, the SRC board still had not sought his advice. I didn't have absolute power, the former PM said, but only what was given to me. You are saying that I was running it like my own fiefdom. That's not true. Moving on, Sitambaram then honed into Najib's bank accounts in Ambank. The former PM has consistently maintained that the money in his accounts were donations from Arab royalty and that he had no knowledge that the money was from SRC. When you issued cheques, you didn't know how much balance you had? Sitambaram asked. Najib said the late Aslin Alias used to keep him updated on the balance in his accounts. He most likely got the information by asking Nick Faisal, the ex-PM said. I didn't ask him all the time, Najib added. I had a sense that there was enough balance. I never asked for the exact amount. Not all the cheques were for large amounts anyway, he said. To that, Sitambaram responded, Nobody issues cheques without knowing the balance in their account. You were the finance minister on top of that. Dato Sri, were you careful with government funds? Sitambaram asked. Yes, of course, the former PM said. How about your own funds? asked the prosecutor. I don't pay much attention, Najib replied. The case of the missing chocolate was also brought up. If you recall, Najib had accused the police of taking chocolates from his home during a raid. Sitambaram was indirectly alluding to the fact that Najib could tell that there were chocolates missing, but not how much money was in his personal account. Shortly after this, Sitambaram requested that court adjourn for the day. He was feeling ill and nauseous, he said. Judge Naslan allowed it, and so at 11.30 a.m., the SRC International Trial wrapped up for the year. Proceedings will continue on January 6, 2020. Thank you for following The People vs. Najib Razak. The Malaysian Insight wishes our listeners a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This podcast is produced, written and mixed by Rivati Supramaniam, Yappek Kwan and Yvonne Lim. Additional reporting by Ravin Palanisami. I'm Patrick Teo.